0: Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast. 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. In this episode, we have our sermon from Ascension Evening, May 13th, 2021, asking the question What is the comfort of Ascension? Here goes Dear fellow redeemed, Ascension the fourth of the five great festivals of the Christian Church. And we will consider it especially in the light of what Paul says in a little snippet from Ephesians chapter 4. It won't be too long because I don't want to keep you here too long. I know you probably are getting home to your Ascension tree and maybe opening some Ascension gifts. Maybe you're you're going to Grandma's house tomorrow and having an Ascension turkey and, and hunting for... I don't know, Ascension eggs out in the grass. Maybe it's, it's the day that, that is celebrated as Gentile Ascension, and it's different on a different calendar, when we celebrate, man, I can't even do that. <laughs> like Epiphany. Epiphany is what we call Gentile Christmas, and there's nothing uniquely Gentile about Ascension, because it's for Jesus and his church. But among all the events of Jesus' life and all the events of, of the ministry that Jesus carries out through his church, ascension is the one that kind of gets overlooked. Possibly. And, I mean, Epiphany, Epiphany always falls on, what, January 6th? But usually we observe it on that closest Sunday. Um, I know that the other, one of the other pastors who assists with the podcast and works together with the podcast The church where he serves used to be known as Epiphany Lutheran Church, and so they would always have an Epiphany service no matter when it fell. But our church is resurrection. But even so, we celebrate Epiphany, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Easter, and it's this this beautiful day when we have even a, a secular celebration at home or maybe a religious celebration of sorts as we gather with family and friends and we have our favorite traditions, and even Pentecost... Pentecost, the day when everything up here instead of white is, is red. Even Pentecost kind of stands out, but Ascension. Ascension falls on a Thursday night. <laughs> Every single time, because it comes 40 days after Easter Sunday. Ascension, and I, I, don't, I don't presume to know that you're going to be rushing home for Ascension gifts and an Ascension turkey tonight, but it's no less important. Because ascension tells us, first of all, that Jesus is done, exactly as he said. When he goes to that Mount of Olives um, just uh, across the Kidron Valley from the city of Jerusalem, he crosses that valley and goes to the Mount of Olives with that group of disciples, probably the entire group, not not just the 12 apostles, the 11 apostles, but probably the entire group of about 120. And he goes there, And he meets with them there. And as he is blessing them, he is taken up before their very eyes. And it's such a dramatic moment. And it's so vitally important that Luke ends his first book, the Gospel of Luke, with the Ascension. And then he starts his second book with the Ascension, the book of Acts, but Ascension. Ascension is important because it tells us that Jesus is done. That there's nothing left for him to do. That all throughout the entire Old Testament, all the way back to that very first sin and that very first gospel promise, God promised that he would send someone to crush the serpent's head. And Jesus did it. He did it from even the, the very moment of his conception all the way through the end of his life at his crucifixion when he cried out in a loud voice, It is finished. He said that he had fulfilled everything, that he had carried all sin, that his holiness and his righteousness has been given to you, that he has done everything. So why else would he still be here? At least visibly. He's done. He did exactly what he said he would do, and he finished exactly what he promised that he should do. And so he ascends visibly back to heaven, exactly, exactly the same way in which he will return. Ascension tells us that Jesus did exactly what he said he would do, that his work is done. And that's a comfort for you and for me. That's a comfort for you and for me because it tells us that there's nothing left for us to do there's nothing left for us to do there's absolute certainty and I don't want to poach into this Sunday's sermon because you should come to this Sunday's service as well (laughs) but ascension tells us with absolute certainty that this Jesus Christ who is both God and man that he's still both God and man today and he did everything that he had said he would do he carried sin he rose from the dead for you and for me And so you can rest at ease that your sin has been forgiven and that you have a Jesus who continues to work on your behalf. Because even though Ascension tells us that Jesus did everything, Ascension also tells us that Jesus continues to do everything that he said he would do. That's the funny thing. Ascension tells us that that Jesus' work is done. And Ascension also tells us that the work of Jesus is still going on today. Now what could he be busy doing? I looked through our our hymnal and um, and a number of other popular songs. And it even happened with with the song that I got for our opening hymn this past Sunday and that we sang tonight. There's like one verse. That's the verse. That's the reason I paid $1.29 to get this song for us to use this one verse talked expressly about the work of Jesus in the ascension, and the recording skipped over it. (laughs) Ascension matters, right? But also you look at our hymnal, and, and there's a little bit more in our hymnal than you might find in other music about what Jesus is doing in the modern times, what he is doing right now. But by and large, most of the music... And most of the songs that talk about our Lord talk about his resurrection, and maybe they skip ahead to his return if they talk about that. But after the ascension, it's just kind of this nebulous idea of God watches out for me, and God has a plan for my life, and God cares for me, and God has forgiven me, and isn't it great that God thinks the world of me? And that's not the comfort of ascension. Ascension means that Jesus has done it all and that he continues to do it all as both God and man. You see, he didn't, he didn't give up his human nature when he ascended visibly into heaven. Um, I think the way I put it last year in, in last year's sermon is that there's only one thing that is man-made in heaven right now, and that's the holes in the hands of our Savior. That he is still and for the rest of eternity true God and true man in this one person, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ and he continues to work on your behalf and mine. And not in the sense of um, trying to orchestrate all the finely tuned little details in your life and mine, but you can have that confidence. He continues to restrain the evil in this world for your good. He continues to give gifts to his people, his church, so that his church is built up and encouraged. So that his church grows like a body from, from a young, young church there at Pentecost all the way to a, a full-grown body of believers that extends around the world with a myriad of gifts, a myriad of, of peoples and personalities and talents and abilities and skills. And that's the gift that Jesus has given is you. That he who... Who gave himself for your forgiveness has given you in order to build up one another that he still works today he's active in heaven yes restraining evil and giving gifts to his church he's active in his church in bringing people into his church through that word and through that sacrament he is active in helping you to put your gifts into use in service to our Lord and finding joy in that He is active in hearing your prayers and interceding on your behalf of holding those prayers before our Lord and of pleading His wounds when we fall into sin. He is active for you and for me in giving gifts to His church. And I was just thinking about this and chatting briefly about it um, shortly before our service began tonight that among all the gifts that our Lord has given to us, yes, He's He's given us pastors we can all think of, probably think of pastors that we have appreciated over the years who have taught us things. We can think of fellow Christians who had you know, certain abilities that, that God provided at just the right time, just the right way. But among all the gifts that our Lord has given to his church, there's even the gift of, of pain and suffering that he uses for the good of his people that for the last 15 months the world has put everything on pause to worry about death and to recognize that, that all the measures that we might take they really can't stop the endless march of death around the world. That's an incredible opportunity that our Lord has given to his church. Another gift. And sometimes... Sometimes those gifts are painful. But they're still a blessing nonetheless. Because our ascended Lord Jesus ascended into heaven to prove that he had completed all of his work. That there's nothing left for you or I to do to, to complete the forgiveness that he has won, to attain the righteousness that he has given to you and to me. But ascension also proves that he ascended to continue his work. Yes, interceding on your behalf. Hearing your prayers, and yes, giving gifts to his church. You think of the fellowship we share with one another. We think of the opportunity that our Lord has given to us, um, even with, with Zion contacting resurrection and saying, is there some way that we can work together to extend and bring the word of our Lord, the word of comfort to more people? And sometimes those gifts might not even look like that much of a gift in the first place. It might be something more painful. our ascended Lord Jesus promises that he who still has his human body and soul at the same time he is the eternal Son of God so that you can say he has no beginning and no end and at the same time he is a man about 2,000 years old um, the son of Mary that this Jesus ascension tells us this Jesus is still working on behalf of his people and that's an incredible comfort because it means the work doesn't rest on us but the work is the work of Jesus through us the work is the work of Jesus that he brings to us through his word that he applies to our hearts through his sacrament the work is the work of Jesus where he has made you a member of his own body himself and you can't call that connection anything closer so you think well we're not exactly hurrying out here tonight to get to grandma's. We're not going and singing ascension carols at the nursing home because there, there's like maybe six of them. <laughs> That's a little bit of a stretch. There, I think there's only four. We're not going to be looking for ascension eggs or making um, you know, little headbands with a little flame of fire on them with the Sunday school children or anything like that. But we still have ascension gifts. Because Ascension is the promise that Jesus did it all and the promise that Jesus continues to do it all. Ascension is the promise that he continues to give gifts to his people, to build up his people, to build up his church so that even others would know this Jesus who has done it all, that he has ascended for them too. Amen.